Player one. Try you ignorant slut. Player two. Elementary, my dear Watson. Player three. We're on a mission from God. Ready? Go! Welcome back to the Tripolar Opinion Podcast, episode number 10. That's right, perfect 10. I am one of your hosts, David Maggard. We also have Albert Delgado. Hey, that's me. And Taylor Hardy. Hello, everyone. See, that's how you do an intro, Mr. Hardy. Not like last episode where we had this awkward silence and then... Our sound guy took a rid of the awkward silence, so it just made it seem like we were just laughing right afterwards. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, but that's why we have a sound guy, so that all those awkward silences aren't as awkward. They're just awkward noises now. Exactly. See? It's still I awkward. Like I feel like he was like uh, editing the wrong thing. Like he was trying to edit somebody else's like video show, and he like just jump cut the audio, so now it just sounds like, yeah, and, uh, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding we love you josh (laughs) you do good anyways for our 10th episode that's right we made it number 10 whoop whoop uh we have an interesting show for you guys we have some lord of the ring news we have some upcoming entertainment news as in like movies tv shows possibly some video games um and also we have some Tesla news. <laughs> and we have a pretty interesting top five this week, today, this week. Yeah. Anyways, uh, top five duos. Uh, you know what? I'll just get into that a little bit later because there was a confusion on what duos could be. But we'll, we'll have more of an explanation later. And then uh, we'll finish off the show. Finish, finish off the show? Jesus, I can't even talk today. Anyways, we'll finish off the show with Taylor. How big is it? By the way, if you don't know uh, about that section of the show, because you could be a new listener, we have this ongoing thing about how big something is. Taylor has to guess it. We have to guess it, whatever, whatnot. Uh, Whatever the difference of the score is, which I'll uh, post updated soon on our Facebook page. Uh, the other person gets to shoot that person that many times with this like super professional uh, Nerf gun, bare chested, right in the titties. Ooh. No ball shots though. I oh. won't allow it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll let you guys know who's uh, who's ahead and who's not. But uh, until then, we're actually gonna jump into some Lord of the Rings stuff. So you know, uh, traveling through. Surfing through the web, traveling through the web, Jesus. Anyways, surfing through the web, you kind of see some stuff. And uh, we've even also heard from our fans that they want some more Lord of the Rings stuff. So we're about to give you some Lord of the Rings stuff. Where basically the new, what is it, TV show? New adaptation movie? TV show. Something like that? It's TV show. TV show. There we go. There's been rumors of the direction the TV show is going to go somewhat of Lord of the, not Lord of the Rings-esque. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Game Ooh. of Thrones, yeah, Game of Thrones esque. Yeah, Lord of the Rings is gonna be like Lord of the Rings, guys. Hey, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> but it's gonna be a uh, Game of Thrones esque. Now, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, it's basically more for a mature audience. One major thing 
that a controversy is going upon is uh, nudity. They're thinking that there might be some nudity scenes. And obviously, if you've paid attention to anything in the Lord of the Rings series books, that's never been brought up. Not one time. At least it's never been a, an important part, like a major factor into um, what they were doing. They're more of like a family fun fantasy entertainment type style of, uh, you know, stuff. Before, like, be- things became too gory, I guess. You know, they're probably like the 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 teen the teenager version of like before it starts getting into like super nasty gory deadpool type of stuff you know what i'm saying either or my thoughts actually and i kind of want to hear from you too too as well the way that entertainment's going do you think in order for something to survive it needs to have that rated r title on it that rating and and the reason why i say this so like me personally, I just watched uh, Army of the Dead with Dave Bautista. Super gory movie. There's some nudity. Um, honestly, I felt like if you took that stuff out of that type of movie, it wouldn't have been as good. I, I know I know that's kind of shallow to say, but if it was just something simple of, oh, I just shot the zombie, okay, let's go to the next scene. Like, the story wasn't too deep for the movie to... I guess excel without the other stuff and like I said I know that kind of sounds a little bit shallow but if you take that and you take the same uh essence of like Game of Thrones as well do you think Game of Thrones would have did just as good let's say the first couple seasons when we won't talk about the back half because we all know how back half was just not great at all but the the first few seasons if you took that in you know the the storyline between the the brother and sister and how they're like super in love with each other or whatever whatnot and then also like the killing and whatever do you think this is going to hinder the lord of the rings movie as ratings for nowadays because obviously before you know it wouldn't have been a big thing but i feel like you see that rated r or that rated mature rating in video games and movies way more often than usual and it almost feels like that type of stuff is making more money because it has that reading. What do you guys think? It kind of makes me laugh uh, that we're having a conversation about Lord of the Rings being made like Game of Thrones. Um, Because if we're going to rewind back when Game of Thrones was being made by HBO originally, it was very clearly that they added the gore and nudity to make it an adult Lord of the Rings. And now we're the other way around because apparently Lord of the Rings needs to copy Game of Thrones. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that should be a thing. Um, yes, a lot of, it seems like a lot of successful TV movies, you look at things like, oh, look at the boys. It's a very violent thing about superheroes or Invincible. It's a very violent cartoon about superheroes. I don't think it's necessary to, to ultra-violent up your stuff. Uh, Marvel... Granted, has is has been aimed towards family friendly for a while, but hasn't needed to be gory. Hasn't needed to throw in nudity or lots of strong language or whatever. Still hugely popular. Um, I I feel like there's a misunderstanding that I, I guess you need to be mature to attract a mature audience. Um, I don't think there's anything mature about uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Does that not attract a mature audience? I, I think 
what you should be striving for is telling an interesting story, is delving into subjects that haven't been touched on as of yet. That's what we're really looking for in Lord of the Rings. As weird as it is to say, it's something that has been seen interpretations multiple times up to this point. We're looking for something different is what we're looking for. So in this day and age, everyone's trying to be different by being more violent or more mature. And even that's getting old. Like people will look at, you look at like something like Jupiter's Legacy that just got canceled after one season. It was trying to be a more violent, more realistic superhero story. And we've seen like 20 of those now. And that thing, it failed because no one was interested because it wasn't different anymore. You, you got to be something, you got to be different. You got to be something that's going to draw people's attention. I don't think that violence or nudity or strong language is what makes you different anymore. It was different at a time. It was different when Game of Thrones first did it. It's not it anymore. Um, what it is, I don't know. I, I don't track trends that well. We should. That's kind of our thing on here. But... <laughs> You know, I, I don't think it needs to be. I think it can absolutely succeed with being more on the PG-13 level like its movies were in the past. It's just got to it's got to be interesting. That's what's important. Yeah, I had to really echo like what um, Albert said and such is like it's the storytelling that if it's if it's a really great story, then they don't need to add that element of nudity or uh, lots of gore or blood or anything like that and like uh, what drew drew me to like the original like lord of the rings trilogy was just because it was really great storytelling i was on an adventure with all these char different characters and i felt like i was a part of that adventure and their journey together and i didn't need all like the blood the gore and uh sex and such and so like the fighting scenes are really great i like that everyone was in you know costume and makeup and such but uh yeah i don't think that's the correct approach to try to like copy like i guess the game of thrones formula i'm sure there's other formulas out there but it's just like i don't think they need that and it's going to be really awkward to to me like having like sex scenes and lord of the rings and such um in that environment because i already have like the story built up in my head in that um scenario um so like adding that in is just like awkward to me but uh yeah i really hope they don't go that route and they still stick true if their story is good enough then they're gonna be okay you're telling me you don't want like a drunken frodo just coming back <laughs> going back to his home one night and the the camera just panning over the scenery and all of a sudden you just see a bare ass uh hobbit okay it just gonna... has a shirt on <laughs> all the hairy feet like no thank you i'm just <laughs> hey man people pay good money for that that's don't don't be kink shaming we don't kink shame here <laughs> Yeah, so like to piggyback off of you guys, uh, maybe I'm thinking it's the other direction. Then the only reason why I say that is because um, not so much as like our audiences evolve, but they, it's weird. I feel like entertainment wise, we don't know what we want. Okay. And a lot of people like to think or even like to tell themselves, like, hey, this is what I'm into or whatever, whatnot, until they find that one other show, you know, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, so, like, I have a little confession to make, like, the one show that I'm talking about for me is Pretty Little Liars. When it first came out, I fucking loved that show, okay? And that's not my type of show at all, any 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 formula or any way, okay? But Pretty Little Liars was, like, my shit when it first came out. Anyways, <clears throat> so to backtrack, 
so like in the wrestling community right now there's like this big old debacle how like a lot of a lot of people have jumped to AEW because it's more realistic wrestling also they're not they're not going to stop doing certain wrestling moves or like the the blading is like okay over there and that's something you know that Vince like really doesn't want to do so like blood happens all the time and it's advertised you know uh, on their show all the time when blood happens not so much as like in the moment for WWE but like when they're showing a replay it's always black and white like they don't really want to show that type of stuff so I don't know it it goes back to also like some certain movies that kind of like predicted the future how we like more faster and violent things if you think about like the sport of boxing people loved that because it was like you know as close to fighting as possible that you could get being televised and then all of a sudden UFC came around and I was like wow that's even more closer to real street fighting or fighting or I mean obviously you need mixed martial arts experience but like people thrive no no one sits there and like okay this this fight was okay it just I don't know it was okay like nothing really happened no knockouts no no nothing but as soon as like a knockout happens everyone wants that thing to happen and this is gonna go back to even more to like just this past weekend yeah I, I even hate bringing it up the stupid ass Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul fight. Everyone wanted Logan Paul to get his ass knocked out. I personally think the fight was somewhat a little bit fixed because I think they got paid out more if it lasted eight rounds. I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure if that's true or not, but hey. But uh everyone wanted to see Logan Paul get his ass whooped. And it and he got beat up a little bit, but nothing no one was bleeding, no one was knocked out, no one did nothing. So obviously the end result wasn't the thing that people wanted. So when we go back to Lord of the Rings, I think that will survive on itself just because of its name. Whether it's good or bad, I don't think it's going to need the nudity or or like the super gory action film or whatever whatnot. But I think certain things do need that, i.e. one major thing, Deadpool. Deadpool's based on dirty jokes and gory and chopping your head off, making dick jokes and whatever, whatnot. Um, I don't know. I think it's situational. Whether it works for everything, it's probably not going to, and it doesn't need to, but that's my personal opinion on the whole matter. You're right. Um, When it comes to that kind of stuff, especially when it comes to the level of violence and things like that, it's always a question of shouldn't things be more violent to make it interesting? It's not. It should serve the purpose of what you're doing. Um, Game of Thrones was meant to be very grounded, very serious, very adult. So it it included the nudity, it included the violence, it included the language. Um, like Deadpool, like you said, it needed to represent the, the character correctly. It needed all of that. It needs to serve the subject correctly. There's too many times where like, they they take something that didn't need to be serious or didn't need to be more mature and age it up just for the sake of aging it up. That's not something that needs to happen. Look at the new Powerpuff Girls. No one needs to see young adult Powerpuff Girls. That's not something that's necessary. Unless you're doing something interesting, I'm not going to judge it already because I haven't seen it already. But I can tell you this, it was never on my list of things that I wanted to see was the Powerpuff Girls grown up as adults now. That was not something I wanted. It's, it's got to serve a purpose. So if it's serving a purpose, if they've decided to add 
the nudity or violence to Lord of the Rings, but it's serving the story more because they wanted to make it more grounded. They want to separate it from the movies. They want to make it different. That's fine. But as long as it's serving something and not just there just to shock people or just for the sake of it. I respect it. I respect it. Well, this sounds like a good way to uh, go into your topic, Mr. Albert, with some entertainment stuff. Well, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I, I I have this thing where I like to know the latest entertainment that's coming up, as many folks do. So what I do is at the beginning of every month, I look up what's coming, uh, what TV shows are dropping this month, what movies are dropping this month which wasn't as important of a thing until movie theaters start open up again, and now it's very important. Um, and so I have lists all the time of interesting things that are happening throughout the month, and I share them with my wife all the time. She usually forgets what things are coming out, and then she gets told by somebody else that, hey, you should check this thing out, and then all of a sudden it's like, why didn't you listen to me when I told you? Anyway, um, I wanted the opportunity to to take every once in a while to – let you wonderful folks at home or at work or in the car, because you can listen wherever you want. That's the magic of uh, Spotify and Apple and everything. You can turn it on wherever you want um, and come back to it, whatever the case may be. Anyway, um, I want to discuss things that are coming out every month. So this month, we're going to discuss everything entertainment-wise that's going on in June. Uh, diving into the different categories. We've got TV. um, We've got the a lot of t like network TV is kind of coming to their season finale, so we're not going to get a lot of interesting things coming out on network TV. On the likes of Netflix, we got a Sweet Tooth that came out, um, which I heard is supposed to be really interesting, based off a DC comic produced by Robert Downey Jr. and his wife. So that's very interesting. Obviously, discussing things coming out in. Uh, June, when it comes to TV, Loki is the first thing that comes to everyone's mind, which should be very interesting. I've already seen the first episode, as is Mr. Hardy. Um, Mr. David, have you? Yeah, 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 yeah. You liar. By, by the time people <laughs> hear this, I, I've watched it twice. I won't even believe that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, those are some obvious pieces. Uh, some, some things, I, another thing that's coming out, uh, leaning a little bit towards the movie side of things, is Luca. I don't know if you guys seen the trailer for that. It's coming out on Disney Plus. That new, I think it's a Pixar movie, or it's just a Disney animated movie. One of the two. I think it's Pixar about actually. The, about the Merfolk, right? Yeah. So that's coming I out. I think this that's month. what it is. Yeah. Which is very interesting. It's I, it's looking like one of the last. I don't want to say last. They're obviously going to come out with more movies, but one of the kind of last holdovers of the pandemic era movies have to come out on streaming services, kind of thing. Um. So that should be fun. That's coming out. Um, for those, Dave, David, you definitely remember. You remember Dave? Yes. Cool, that's coming I out this Dave. month. Season two coming out this month. For more of the adult side of things, Dave is hilarious. Uh, following little Dickie in his random adventures through be- trying to become a big time rapping rap artist. I don't know why I say rapping artist. That sounded weird. Anyway, um <laughs> We're having a rough day today. We are. We are. Um, that's definitely something to check out. Uh, video game-wise, because, you know, we like video games here, too. Um, what do we have that came out? 
it's we're we're gonna be a while before we get some some really cool things. There's a lot of remakes that came out during this this month, uh, in the likes of we've got Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, we had um, which what's it Final Fantasy. Um, which one is it? The retrograde. Um, it's it's the it, seven remake. Uh, thank you. Integrard or inter? Yeah, integrade. Integrade. Yeah. Well, yeah. Real quick with that, is that did they just remake seven again? The beginning part is that what happened? No, no it's like it should be an extra mission that you get to do. It's kind of like DLC. So basically, oh, okay. But they did bump it up from the PS4 to PS5 version, so it should be running at sixty frames and all that jazz. So. Got it. Yeah um outside of that there are some interesting new stuff uh the new ratchet and clank uh came came out on or is coming out on playstation 5 i hear it's like the the best example of a what a ps5 game can be which is what ratchet and clank was on the ps4 too so i feel like that's just what happens um same thing with mario golf super rush that's i love mario golf you gotta talk about it it's um it's exciting Praise be Mario Golf. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I, uh, I I don't know about Taylor, but I know uh, between me and Albert and Brother Gabe. Brother Gabe. Brother Gabe. Gabe. <laughs> um, I know we already already started talking about doing some type of tournament for that because it's going to be amazing. Uh, I, I'm super stoked for it. Uh, I was going to pre-order it, and they're like, you're just going to get this poster. And I was like, I'll just, I'll just wait. I've uh, never played Mario Golf, so it'll be interesting to try it out. So... It's real fun, real fun. Um, Probably the biggest thing in video game news and entertainment is coming this this weekend. By the time this drops, it'll be in the middle of it. E three is is this month, um, to which we will likely see some big announcements in the worlds of video games. It seems like a lot of things are being unfortunately uh, delayed, which is something you don't want to see. Into into twenty twenty two. I've heard God of War is getting pushed uh the the hogwarts legacies is getting pushed the gotham knights is getting pushed suicide squad was already in 2022 so we're getting a lot of 2022 is going to be really exciting for video games um i heard halo's getting pushed to 2022 too not that that matters to us very much because we're ps5 players but still that's a big thing to push um so it's interesting to see what they're going to talk about at e3 uh with all these delays um Obviously, Xbox will be there. Nintendo will be doing a direct, which I hear uh, they will not be talking about the Switch Pro, which is interesting after all the rumors that have come out. Um, but it will be purely game focused direct. So, all the games coming to Switch in the next year or so. Um, so, it should be interesting. It should, we should start hearing a lot of things of what will be coming in the second half of 2021 in terms of video games. So, keep an eye out for that. Um, well, that's all I got. Any any interesting entertainment stuff you guys know coming up? One video game that you forgot that had already came out at the beginning of this month. And we've been playing it tough. That's Knockout City. Ooh, you right. You right. Forgot about Knockout City. Wonderful game. Y'all should play it. It's free to play for the first 25 levels, right? That's that's what the free Some, trial is. Something like that. It's like a trial trial error. Um yeah, but if you guys don't know what Knockout City is, go go check it out. It's I'm going to tell you right now, when I explain this to you, you're going to be like, that's dumb. But it's a dodgeball game. Okay. 
but it's a dodgeball game with some like crazy finesse strategic throwing arena battle super mega balls uh <laughs> turning your friend into a giant ball and throwing him across with screen bombing i don't know I, it it's crazy i think the last time i checked on steam it got rated a nine out of ten so i mean the community likes it there hasn't been any problems it hasn't been a disappointment to me like how hood has been um but take that hood. I, I, <laughs> but uh yeah, I, all of us play it. All three of us, including Brother Gabe. Brother Gabe. Brother Gabe. <laughs> um, if you see this group out there called Potted Meat, just know that's that's us, and we out there, and we making moves. Okay, so. And we about to dominate or get our ass beat. We're not that good. Um, we like to pretend we are, but we're not. We try. So, we gonna learn y'all today. That's all. <laughs> that's all you need to know. <laughs> Oh, also, I'm not done. I forgot about two major things. One, uh, June 25th, F9. It's F9, apparently, is the name of it. I hate that. The ninth Fast and Furious movie will be dropping with John Cena. No other actor in that matters. What's wrong with my keyboard? It's missing F9. (laughs) Oh, it's because John Cena's on that movie, and I can't see him. Oh, Wow, this is a rough show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) On the far more important spectrum on my side of things, as a big musical lover, uh, coming out June 11th, which will be dropping essentially when this show drops, is In the Heights. Uh, For those of you who do not know uh, or are unfamiliar of the musical side of things, Lin-Manuel Miranda, uh, famous for creating Hamilton as well as being in other Disney things, he created a musical before Hamilton. That's right. He did other things um, called In the Heights that won the Tony for Best Musical and has now been turned into a film and will be releasing out in theaters, which is a oh also HBO Max if you have to watch it on HBO Max. But I'm telling you, you got to watch it in theaters. It's an amazing, amazing movie. Wonderful music. Um, actually, I can't say it's an amazing music movie because it isn't a movie yet. Uh, wonderful music, wonderful story. Check it out. Um, if, if you're looking for a movie to finally go back to the movie theaters to see, this should be it. Go see In the Heights. It's wonderful. Enjoy, y'all. Taylor, you have any entertainment stuff? Um, I do, yeah. Uh, and also to quickly add, like, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, to, um, they did a state of play for that as well, then... That should be coming out, I think, in 2021, 2022. I'm not they, sure. They did not announce a, a right. date with it, which caused a lot of confusion because they're like, you said 2021 for this, but mm-hmm. why didn't you say a day then? Yeah. Um, so who knows? That may have gotten pushed too, in which case, again, 2022 is going to be fucking lit, and I'm going to lose know. so much money to video games. I already know this. Speaking I think... Oh, go ahead, David. Uh, I think uh, Nintendo is going to drop uh, the next DLC character for Super Smash Bros. Uh, I don't. Mm, I wasn't really excited with the last one, so I'm done. I'm oh, like they're my favorite it. though. <laughs> I'm I'm like over it. You're like, over Sephiroth. it. You're yeah, over you can't it. Top Sephiroth. So so when Goku pops up, I, I <laughs> first of all, uh, I'll be excited that a DBZ character made it, but Goku's the wrong answer. So no no uh, no no. It's going to be like the other. 
20 uh, alternate characters that you can do where you can switch between him and Vegeta as it should be. Yeah. Okay, then that would be a little bit better. You know, oh, you're talking about like when you change the skins and stuff? Yeah. yeah okay, I can understand. That'd be a little bit better. Um, or even better, you can choose between Goku and Yamcha. Oh, God. Oh, God. That means you're just going to lose everyone. <laughs> you got the worst, the world's worst dad, <laughs> and Father's Day is about to come up. <laughs> and you've got um, Yamcha, who's still trying to get Chi Chi back. So, or is it Bulma? It's Bulma. Huh? It's Bulma. Yeah. Know yeah. the lore, sir. I'm sorry. Jesus. I, I told you we're having a bad day. I don't know what's going <laughs> on here. But uh, one thing I did want to add to sprinkle on top of uh, video game news. Did you guys see the trailer for Battlefield? No. Yes. Uh, which intriguing move to only be a multiplayer game. Right. I thought that was like, that's, I, I don't know. 128 people on the same server. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Um, this is one of those times where I, I hope there's not crossplay because I think there's going to be super lag, super just connection issues across the board, especially if you're trying to do 128. I know people are, are, are okay with like the battle royales and stuff, but I feel like that's more focused on a specific set of, I don't want to say stuff, but like, there's so much going on in Battlefield. I feel like that's way more than what's going on when you're doing a battle royale of like a hundred to two hundred people or whatever, whatnot. I could be wrong. I'm not one of those video game uh, like super nerds that knows the ins and outs or goes wait in lines for the new video card or whatever, whatnot. And Taylor stomping on people. <laughs> Stupid thirty eighty ti. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, I have high hopes. I like Battlefield. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I can say I I never got into the battlefields because I was a Call of Duty guy and just Battlefield felt weird to me. Um, having said that, I do like the decision to be multiplayer only with this with this coming because I feel like that's something that Call of Duty has a major problem with. Of they're they're turning into the Madden or Two K of of FPSs where they're just shitting out games just so that they have content every year um you know just let a game simmer um i really like warzone um the zombies of of cold war is pretty fun and cold war itself is pretty fun let it ride because like honestly modern warfare going to to cold war was just so fast it was so fast that it's it draw it's hard to keep up with the games anymore um so let it let let things really really simmer and enjoy for a while, and then drop it a couple of years from now. That's the hope. Besides, I'm hearing Call of Duty's next game is actually pretty trash. It's it's already trash, and it hasn't even a trailer hasn't even dropped yet or nothing. So, you know, God, is it gonna be like a? Y'all remember Call of Duty Ghost? God, oh, that was a horrible fucking game. So bad. God damn. No. The only thing good out of that game that came out was that Eminem song for the intro, but other than that, the game was fucking trash. Never played it, but I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> Didn't miss much. So, oh. I guess that leads me into my segment then. Um, oh, oh, yeah. So, What uh, is your segment about, Taylor? Oh, it's going to be about Tesla. Oh, okay, so we're done here. Yep, uh, that was fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Saved you all some time. <laughs> So, uh, top five? <laughs> um, 
recently uh elon musk tweeted that they uh canceled the tesla model s plaid plus version um what was different between the plaid and the plaid plus um mostly was just because of the range uh he advertised uh that it was going to have over 500 miles which seemed unrealistic at the time um and uh, i think that's probably why due to the cancellation um as well as that they had already announced the Tesla Roadster 2, which could go 1.9 and uh, like 0 to 60 in 1.9 seconds. And then they came out with the Tesla Model S Plaid Plus, and they're like, it could do 1.9 seconds as well. And they're like, but why would you spend 250k on the Roadster if the Plaid Plus could do the same thing for 160k? So anyways, um, I think they're he was being unrealistic with his expectations, as he usually is. And then... Um, uh, and I don't think the battery technology is there quite yet um, to get that 500 mile range that he wanted. So um, people are like pretty upset. They're like, why would you cancel it? And so um, and then people are like counter arguing, like, who really needs 500 miles in range? And they're like, you can't just say that about others. You know, anyways, there's a whole ridiculous debacle online. But um yeah, so that kind of set the stocks down just a little bit because of that news, but we'll see what happens, I guess. I'm just I'm just saying I I took a uh road trip this weekend. I didn't have to stop to charge my car and I went like 300 plus miles on basically half a tank of gas. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was an adventure. You got to get out, use a restroom. I didn't use the restroom when we went on yeah. our road trip, Taylor. <laughs> okay, just remember that. We were in some sketchy place. I was about to just shit myself <laughs> while you were recharging your car, so... <laughs> it only took 20 minutes. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, By the way, um... just for our new listeners, if you didn't know, Taylor has a Tesla, and I have a real car, so... It's a slow one, though. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> It's like one of those wind-up toys that you just twist it, and then eventually it goes. <laughs> Funny story, real quick. So, uh, on my this road trip, because I went to go visit my parents this weekend in San Luis Obispo slash Los Osos, uh, we passed up this this uh, truck, and it had one car on it, and it was totaled. And I told Rachel, I was like, hey, uh, take a picture of that car, because I'm about to send it to Taylor. It was a jacked-up Tesla. Just totaled. Probably self-ran itself into some pole or something. Oh, I don't God. Know. But she totally missed the picture. We only have, like, the tail end of the trailer. There's no car in the picture whatsoever. How was I supposed to send it to him? Now he's not going to believe me. <laughs> Speaking of that, um, they actually added a new update now. Because there's a little camera inside the, the cabin that's right underneath the rearview mirror. And so now it can detect, like, your face and uh, your movements. And so... Someone tested it out. If you put your phone down and you're looking down, the car will immediately beep at you to say, like, please look at the road and jiggle on the steering wheel to confirm you're there. And these updates came out very quickly, too, where they added, like, um, uh, like even if there's no weight in the seat, then it'll, it won't use autopilot to prevent those people recently that were claiming they were using autopilot and then you know just sitting in the back seat of the car like oh, drive you're talking about that dumb guy overseas who got yep. arrested twice yep and got his t- car taken away twice thanks to him we got a new update to the car so <laughs> yeah people just can't have nice things i know i wouldn't even call it a nice thing it's just Ooh, that's uh it's going too far there i didn't know oh, it's just a big old battery damn <laughs> 
but faster. God damn it, I hate you so much. You know what? I could throw a battery really fast. I'm going to go get the boys. I'm going to go get a double A right now and throw okay. it across, across the yard. <laughs> Something just clicks on my glass. Is that a battery? <laughs> so, I think it's time, y'all. Is it? It's time. I think it's time. I is, think it's time is, to get is, into is our top time? five. It's time for the top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. <laughs> Anyways, top <laughs> top five. Uh, top five duos. Basically, I left this duo section open. So I told the guys, come up with five duos. They could be anything that um, you want that makes sense. So the examples I gave were like Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Um, you could even do food-related things like bacon and eggs. Uh, there's going to be no food on mine, even though there probably should be. But um, anything, movies, wrestling, superheroes, whatever that the duos that make sense, you know, TV shows, that's what we put on our list. There's no uh, restrictions, right, Taylor? No restrictions. Like last time? Remember last time you put restrictions? <laughs> So many restrictions. You could have just said top cartoons or even just top cartoons that aren't Japanese anime, you know, whatever that other restriction was. That one restriction was all we needed. We didn't need like five restrictions. Taylor was just like, I'm going to put top five restrictions on things that uh, David hates. So, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we're going to get into our top five right now. So my number five. I feel like I do this every list. Obviously, I have one one pick that has some kind of emotional, significant value towards me or whatever, whatnot. But I'm going to get straight into it. It's a wrestling duo. Okay, I used to love watching these guys. As soon as their music hit, I was like, oh, God, I freaking love it. Wanted to put face paint on. Wanted to get the shoulder pads with spikes and everything. It's the Road Warriors animal. Oh, Park. the Ascension. Oh, God damn it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Mason T-Bar. Oh, God. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, if you don't know who the Road Warriors are, they were like super popular in the 80s and 90s wrestling. They're one of the most dominant tag teams uh, to ever come out. There were just two guys that were bodybuilders that became best friends, and they they just worked out. You know, uh, watching them when I grow up, like I said, the music would hit and Hawks, Hawks line was like, what a rush. Just like, I, I don't know. The the goosebumps and the hairs are standing up right now on my body just doing the stupid intro music. But I love the Road Warriors, Animal and Hawk. Um, funny, fun thing is, one of the games for uh, I think it was Atlanta Falcons versus the Cowboys with you know Brother, Brother Gabe. Gabe or whatever whatnot. Brother Gabe. Uh, I came to the house face painted like a uh, like a hawk, and it was somewhat intimidating. At least for myself, I looked pretty pretty damn good. But anyways, um, what happened with that game? <laughs> I don't remember. Anyways, <laughs> stupid stupid onside freaking kick. This is the most dumb. Touch the ball. You're allowed to touch the ball. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Falcons news right now. We just lost Julio Jones, okay? And uh, it, it is what it is. I don't expect anything big coming out of the season. But, hey, we got a unicorn, so 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> but yeah, going back, Road Warriors, Animal and Hawk, my favorite tag team, Duro. I guess uh, we're off to Albert next. I guess you don't. You want us to comment on your choice? Oh, you guys want to? Yeah, you guys want to say anything? I don't think I Taylor don't. knows who I'm talking about. It's before my time. Oh, you mean the the Bludgeon Brothers? Oh God, damn it! Yeah, so it's your turn, Albert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, one more demolition. Oh no, no, that was the cheap knockoff. Remember, they tried to be them. They even had the weird oh, Dom- yeah. Dominatrix freaking when outfits. When Legion of Doom was a knockoff of of, of Demolition, got it. Um, <laughs> um, all right, let's see. I, I wasn't sure where to start with this, but I guess we'll go something that's connected to my childhood as well. Let's get go with the trend here. Um, one of my favorite games and one that I wish would come back been gone for a little while um and I, I there's been talk that 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 the studio wants to work on it that they have ideas will it ever happen i don't know i don't know if there's enough appetite for it um who i'm talking about is uh jack and dexter um all the 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 classic platforming games that there were uh ration and clank i mentioned earlier in this show which i loved um and 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 Wow, I can't name any other duos. Anyway, um, <laughs> Jack and Dexter, I absolutely loved. That was a game. That was one of those that I I still have locked in my head as one of the times when I first, uh, one of those first gaming sessions where you play it all night, look up and realize the sun's coming up. It w- That was the first game I did that too. It wasn't the last and it, it'll definitely keep going. Um, but it was, I just loved that game and I loved the two of them. Um, which was weird because Jack never talked. He, he he never talked, did he? He talked a little bit in the the later two games, but in the first game he never talked. He was he was like a mute. But Daxter was. He, he just gave like thumbs up and stuff, right? <laughs> that was pretty much it. Um, and then he got real like emo. Um, in the second game for some reason, in the third game he became like part angel. It was weird. It was a weird storyline, but I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. Um, and so Jack and Daxter they have a. Special place in my heart. Hope to see him again someday soon. But not in a, a, a Jack X racing thing again. That was bad. Don't do that again. All right. Um, let's see. Um, Let me guess. Elon Musk and Tesla. All right. Next no. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for me... Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Frodo Baggins and Samuel Tarley from Lord of the Rings. Um, 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 you, you, you want to try that one more time? Frodo Baggins and Samuel Tarley. Is it his name Samwise Gamgee or something like that? I'm not sure. Samwise um, Gamgee. Sam, Samuel Tarley is, is the dude from Whoops, Game dude. of Thrones. <laughs> this is <totally> <laughs> I hope Josh fixes this. <laughs> well, anyways. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Just commit suicide now. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a rough show. It it's a rough show. <laughs> so, yeah, my top five or number five would be Frodo Baggins and Samwell. 
So <laughs> Sam Wise game. God damn it. It's, it's okay. You could just keep going. It's just they're from Lord of the Rings. Two great characters. You got this. One really likes potatoes. And yeah, the other one carries a ring for some reason. The end. We'll move on to the top four. <laughs> Oh, I'm so hot. I'm so hot. I think we're just having a rough show, folks. <laughs> yes. Just know that you get it live and uncut. Well, it might be cut. Depends on what Josh wants to cut. But you'll get it. You'll get it live at least. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're going next to the top. My top four, or my next four, or my, oh god, we're just gonna go to the next one of the top five. There we go. <laughs> um, so uh, I recently started watching the show again. Uh, I remember watching it coming out, and now it's it's great because now I get to share it with my fiance, and she loves the show as well. Uh, but there's these two guys. Uh, one of them is a psych detective. The other one's a pharmaceutical salesperson. And they, every time uh, they come, they introduce himself. He always says his name, Sean Spencer. And then he'll say something else, which the guy's name is Gus in the TV show. But he always says something out like, like, Saltalamachia or like Hobo Hummingbird Saltalamachia. There we go. Hummingbird Saltalamachia. Or Ovaltine Jenkins. <laughs> exactly. There we go. He, you know, he comes up with some r- crazy name. Uh, I'm pretty sure one time he was like Count Blackula or something like that. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> but um, if you don't know who it is, it's Sean and Gus from the TV show Psych. Uh, love the TV show. I love the fact that I'm rewatching it now and uh, watching with Rachel, you know, my fiance, and, and the the little jokes that they have between each other. They they just make a perfect duo, man. They feed off each other. Both those guys need each other, obviously, in the show. Um. There's never, I feel like there's never a point in time where they're not together in the show. I feel like even they share like their relationship, not like share their partners, but like relationship advice and stuff like that throughout the show. But I don't know. If you haven't seen Psych and you're part of this newer generation that doesn't know what it is, it's on Amazon Prime right now. And I think it's also on uh, the Peacock. Uh, go check it out. Give it a, g- give it a few shows in. Uh, it, it, it's... It's entertaining. It's something to binge watch, you know, to put, especially if you're just trying to have a relaxing day, give a couple of laughs. It's, it's pretty hilarious, man. I like it. But yeah, my number four is, uh, Sean Spencer and Guster. I don't know what Gus's last name is. What's Gus's last name? Gus Burton. Gus, Burton oh, Guster. It's Burton, it's Burton. Guster. There it is. It's Burton Guster. Jesus. No, you know what? It's, uh, Samwise Ganchi. That's what it is. <laughs> 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 want to die <laughs> oh god oh that's just that's just gonna carry on for the rest of the show yep yeah it is yes. i already hear brother gabe like how could you get them confused <laughs> he's brother gonna gabe. be so upset with you brother gabe so upset um my number four uh, i'm gonna hop in i was gonna pick one version of this duo, but there's two versions of this duo that I really like, so I couldn't do it, so I have to do the actors. Um, and that is Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Uh, the duo of them is fantastic between Brennan Huff and Dale Doback. See, I know the names of the characters, um, as well as 
Ricky Bobby and uh, uh, Samwise Gamgee. Um, <laughs> Cal Naughton Jr. Um, the the duos that they came up with are just so they're honestly like legendary. They're like legends in the comedy realm uh, in terms of comedy films. Uh, just their 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 chemistry together is fantastic. They are hilarious. The I mean the th- the the quotes from them have gone on from for forever. Also, another great duo between the two of them is Dragon and Nighthawk. Um, it's just it's it's such great quality when you bring the two of them together. Let's not talk about that weird Sherlock Holmes movie that came out with the two of them. But every other occasion is fantastic. Uh, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, fantastic duo. Taylor, you good? You good to go for your number four? Yep. <laughs> Just making sure the characters are correct. <laughs> um, so, uh, my number four, um, I am choosing uh, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker from Rush Hour Films. And so, I just like their comedic duo and the action scenes that they had going on together. and Just something I enjoyed watching when I was growing up. So, yeah, that would be my number four. You never touch a black man's radio? <laughs> Mushu, Mushu. <laughs> yeah, I love Rush Hour. That's the movie we're talking about, right? I just don't want to get yep. confused. Oh, yeah, it is the correct movie. Oh man, yeah, they had some good. Mo- they had some uh, entertaining times with each other. Yeah. Um, I guess it's time to go to number three. So, just a heads up, Albert stole a little bit of my thunder. Because I do have a crossover with him already. Crossover? Crossover. Crossover, crossover, crossover. (laughs) Anyways, uh, it's specifically the movie Step Brothers with Dale Doback and Brennan Huff. Uh, That movie with both of them is freaking hilarious. And if you haven't watched it, you need to stop what you're doing and go and watch it now. Oh. Okay, yeah, uh, go watch it now. But uh, specifically, the drum set scene. God, I fucking died of laughter. When he just, he's like, did you teabag my drum set? <laughs> you know, he's like, I didn't teabag your drum set. And then he just goes and just fucking lays his ball sack. I think it's the first time I've seen a ball sack in a movie besides a porn. <laughs> okay. I was about to say, I hope that's not the first time you saw a ball sack, sir. Yeah. <laughs> But the the fact that like he just takes his ball sack and then it it he has some solid balls first of all because if you don't remember that movie he hits the drum and it goes do dum like like the, the Law and Order sound do dum do 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 okay he, he just drops those suckers right on there and he's just wiping it all over the drum set and I'm dying of fucking laughter at not knowing what's going on that fucking movie has has a place in my heart. Uh, if you haven't seen it, st- please stop. Just pause this, pause this podcast right now. Go watch it, Spe- especially the drum set scene because it's freaking hilarious. But uh, yeah, my number three, Brendan Huff and Dale Doback, Step Brothers. That was beautiful. Why you got to copy me though? I'm sorry, man. Right when you <laughs> said it, I wanted to slap myself. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, up to my my number three. Uh, my number three, 
I don't know if you guys will get it just just straight off from the names, uh, but they they it's a it's a duo that I've loved. Um, this this is one that that kind of got passed down to me from my parents. Um, my family really loves this duo, um, and so that's why they are really stuck in my head because they I've seen the movie a million times. Um, absolutely love it, and this is the duo. I can talk. Uh, it is the duo of Jolly Jake Blues and his brother Elwood Blues. These are the Blues Brothers. Oh, I absolutely love that. Love that movie. I, I love the just listen to the music. I mean, the fact that we would go on on car rides and we'd go fishing and we would be listening to the Blues Brothers. Not even just like the the movie soundtrack, like a the soundtrack that they made outside of the movie that was just songs of them uh them performing their review of it basically um so good uh just listen to that as well so it's almost like this is my uh, a great music duo as well absolutely wonderful um i'm sure brother gabe brother gabe brother gabe is gonna be freaking out at this one it's a great duo um and they are my number three yeah i remember watching the blues brothers first time with uh with your family and their dad sang every line you know that 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 the blues brothers are saying and i'm like he's like oh watch this and i don't know it feels like he gets excited every time he sees that movie and it's something genuine and i know i'm glad your family shared that with me can't say that i've seen it i'm sorry look i've i've gotten used to this we're 10 episodes <laughs> in sir this this doesn't <laughs> surprise me by the way uh brother gabe is also oh wait brother gabe. brother gabe brother gabe <laughs> brother gabe has also uh said that we need to have a boys night out movie night or uh we need to do it soon too so that'd be great maybe we'll live stream it (laughs) (laughs) just get but just get the camera focused on on mr hardy's face yeah just just so that all his reactions that's it you can hear the background you can hear the background of the rest of us laughing while he's just sitting there like Mm-hmm. So when's mm-hmm. Samwise Ganchi gonna come in? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Bilbo Bagskin? <laughs> that sounds like a horrible porn name. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right, Mister Hardy. Well, uh, right. we're on to your number three. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Um, this one, uh, grew up watching it with my brother. Um, I don't know. There are a couple of video game characters, but they, they got their own cartoon show. Um, they're a fan of chili dogs. It would be Sonic and Tails. Um, that is my duo. I just, uh, I don't know. I really just enjoyed the comedy as a kid and I don't know, made me want to eat chili dogs as well. So did its purpose <laughs> fun fact i just had chili dogs for dinner tonight and they were amazing Ooh. Ooh. all beef <laughs> for brother gabe brother gabe um let me ask you this you prefer sonic and tails over sonic and knuckles uh like the game or the yes no i think sonic and knuckles was the coolest one because he's a red he's a red hedgehog oh nope just the game uh the gameplay was Pretty amazing. All right, so like <laughs> and, when we play uh, Mario versus Sonic Olympics, mm-hmm. and you have to choose a partner, are you choosing Sonic and Tails or Sonic and Knuckles? 
probably Sonic and Knuckles. Mm. So it's really Sonic and Knuckles. Is the correct answer is uh, Shadow and what's that? The the Sonic's girlfriend, the pink one. Oh, oh Amy. Amy. <laughs> Amy. Yes, there the, you go. The giant hammer. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. They had a cartoon for a while, didn't they? You said for for how long was a cartoon for? Um, it went on for a, like a while, but I mean, like I know they have one now where Amy is in it and such, and Knuckles, and it's a little bit more childish though. So, speaking I of like... which, the movie's coming out, or it started a uh, recording, right? Number two. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be good. Yeah. Especially I like that Carey you're. Uh... Role. Oh, absolutely. Uh, David, I like that you're testing Taylor's knowledge of like Sonic lore and and TV shows and history when the man doesn't even know the difference between the Sams. <laughs> what mistake! <laughs> I, I told you it's gonna go. It's for the rest of the show. I apologize. I apologize to Look, the listeners. You, I apologize. You had the chance. You could have corrected yourself. Everything would have been fine. It would have forgotten. But nope. 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 You you doubled down on the confidence there, sir. <laughs> I did. I was very confident. And this is where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number two. Back to me, number two. Um, I have to go back to a TV show again. Uh, this duo, another, another set of people were just... They make me laugh every time I watch them. Um, I have no... Well, I've memorized most of their most of their quotes or whatever or whatnot. Uh, one of my favorite ones together is uh, Dwight, you ignorant slut. <laughs> but that's Michael Scott and Dwight Schrute from The Office. Uh, you got to love The Office. I love The Office. If you don't love The Office, stop listening to us right now. I'm just kidding. Please keep listening to us. We only got like 25 viewers. Sorry, Francois. I'm... I know you're a big fan of the the UK office, but uh, but p- please keep listening. <laughs> yeah, please keep listening. But uh, no, yeah. Um, a little part of me died when Michael actually had to leave. You know, the TV show or whatever, whatnot. But I think Dwight did a good job carrying it. But together, they're just it's golden. Whatever they did, you know, both of them together. It you one of the most one of my most favorite scenes is uh. Dwight's constantly getting in trouble at the office because he's like, well, first of all, he like cut off the the dummy's face or whatever, <laughs> so they're talking <laughs> to, you know, corporate or whatever, and then like Michael Scott just like slowly goes to the other side of the desk. He's like, I don't know what we're gonna do with you, Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they're like looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing over here? But I don't know. That whole scene's fucking hilarious. I love the office. Uh, if I had to say Michael and Dwight. You, they were like the main part of the ice cream dish, you know, holding it. I, I know the story was supposed to be focused on uh, Pam and Jim Halpert or whatever, whatnot, but they were the sugar in between the layers of the ice cream. You know, they're holding it together. Uh, losing one of them was kind of upsetting, but you still had some of that sugar still there. But yeah, my number two is Michael Scott and Dwight Schrute. I guess we'll move over to Mr. Alberto. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, last two I got 
number two and number one, I decided they're they're very nostalgic for me from my childhood. Um, they're two cartoon duos, so let that be a little spoiler for you. Um, number two, though, I'm going to keep with uh, probably, I don't want to say the more famous of the two, but probably more well-known uh, with today's generations of kids, um, and that being SpongeBob SquarePants and Patrick Starr. Uh, the two of them have, are a major part of my childhood and honestly adulthood because I still quote the crap out of SpongeBob. Um, absolutely just hilarious um, as a child. Um, still hilarious from those early episodes, not so much anymore, but so it goes. I, I, I still absolutely love SpongeBob and Patrick. Uh, Patrick, of course, being my favorite of the two, but it's it, they play best off of each other. Um, please don't make a Patrick Star spinoff. I'm just saying that out loud now. Um, just SpongeBob and Patrick. Abs- I mean, there's, there's not much more to say. They're fantastic. They're they're so recognizable together, and that's that's all it is to it. I really like SpongeBob as well. It's such a good show. <laughs> um, so I had a bit of a crossover with you, uh, Mr. Maggard. Um, it's also a duo from The Office, um, but I chose uh, Jim and Pam, uh, mostly just because I really liked their relationship throughout the show, and it's like, that is like the ideal relationship anyway, so like how sweet they are and such, so, you know, Jim and Pam. It got dark there for a little bit, remember? It did. I was worried. <laughs> yeah. It made me sweat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Favorite Jim and Pam moment, go. <gasps> When, um, uh, like, uh, we get the Asian gym and then <laughs> Pam's still in on it and it's like, yeah. And then just to confuse Dwight, I think that's probably my favorite scene. <laughs> so. I like it. I like it, sir. I like it a lot. Yeah. So, uh, we made it. We did. We made it to number one. You ready for my number one? Because I'm ready to give it to you. You can either take this, or I can give it to you willingly. <laughs> Is it Samuel Tarly? Is that your number one? No, no. <laughs> Damn it! You beat me to it. You beat me to it, sir. Um, with this duo, like with most of my other duos, you know, you you spend a lot of time getting to know these characters, um, hours upon hours, days upon days maybe even possibly replaying this video game two or three times. Uh, the relationship between them is, uh, it, you know, it's like, even though you're the narrator, I don't even want to say narrator, but the person that's in the backseat watching the story unfold, you start to feel for both the characters and, and when things had happened, the sto- I don't know, whatever happens in the storyline, it, it makes it so personal that, like, you not only put your time and effort into this game, but like I said, you had emotional attachment to these characters. Um, the game is The Last of Us, and it's Joel and Ellie. Okay. From, I, I know I, I talk a lot about this game, and I haven't played the second one fully yet, but... The first one was had so much of an impact on me. Uh, having that first 10 minutes of, you know, Joel's storyline and then understanding Ellie's and then going through that whole adventure 
of of watching them bond together and care for each other and and listening like even the backstory like that's one of those one of those games where you paid attention to both of them talking to each other not just because it was a good storyline but like things were relatable or whatever whatnot that happened between them or you know like even that the type of a post-apocalyptic world that they were in like it made you actually feel the feels of what was going on and even the final scene you know um between joel and ellie you know basically spoilers alert if you haven't played the game you know he saves her but that that whole yeah that whole uh that whole i don't know turn of events like you're like i don't know for me i was like sweating like even worried you know that whole time and then you finish the game and everything comes out okay for the most part but that was one game i i beat and i had to play it again just because i wanted to make sure i remember the storyline because the character development between them two was so good it didn't just play off each other but it like i said the emotional attachment was there and it it almost it almost made it better than watching like a really good tv series you know but Joel and Ellie's my number one. I think it'll be my number one if we ever do this list over again. Because that, that, that storyline, that friendship, that bond, whatever they had, I felt like I was a part of it when playing that game. That's a very good choice, sir. You know, it, it, it really speaks to the the amount that folks attach to these characters with the reaction that people had to the second game. Don't want to spoil, obviously, for folks who have not played it. It's it's more of a recent release, so I won't be spoiling that. But major story uh, event happened in there that just <laughs> fans were devastated. Like they hated the game, like absolutely hated. Would not play the game, not because it was a bad game, but because they decided to do that one event, and that just speaks to the level of like love and dedication that fans had towards these characters and still have towards these characters. It's, it's really impressive. It was really impressively done by, by Naughty Dog and to create such a well-told story. I am excited for the TV show. That's part of the reason I didn't want to give spoilers from the first game because it'll probably spoil the TV show when it comes out, but oh well. I'm it's been long enough. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, I'm actually really excited for that TV show. Uh, I think the cast is perfect, whatever they cast it for. Um, if you didn't know, if you know the Mandalorian, he's going to be Joel. Um, I don't know his name off the top of my head. I apologize now. But uh, I don't know. It seems like a perfect fit, especially once he grows that beard out and lets a little bit of gray come through. He's going to be spot on looking like Joel. So, um, What was the name of the actor? Uh, uh, Samwise Gamgee. I'm so uh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my number one. Uh, excellent, excellent. To Mr. Alberto. Yes, my number one, my numero uno for our friends across the border. Um, <laughs> um. My number one, like I said, it's a it's a cartoon duo um, that's very nostalgic to me, very much a heavy influence in my childhood. Um, it was it was a show that I watched even as like a little baby, um, and I don't know why I loved the show, 
but I, I just, I couldn't get enough of it. Uh, and even to this day, I could just toss it on the TV and watch and, and just keep myself entertained for a long time. Um, and that duo is the duo of Tom and Jerry. Um, just absolutely wonderful, uh, times watching that show. Um, I don't, uh, you know, despite how concerned parents are about that, that was too violent. I'm not a very violent person. Then again, I like vid- violent video games. Maybe it does make sense. Whatever the case, uh, loved that show. I would watch it for hours upon hours, which would make my parents happy because then they would just put on Tom and Jerry on Boomerang when it was on for like two hours straight. And I would just sit there and watch it while they did stuff. Um, it was, it was wonderful. Um, and definitely a duo that will forever, uh, live within my heart and in my mind. Um, will they stay number one? I don't know, but definitely will always be important to me. Question for you, Albert. You see, senor. Did you watch the new film of Tom and Jerry? I have not. I, I, I will admit that. Um, I was always, I'm always weary of like the newer stuff of Tom and Jerry. For instance, I haven't seen, I've seen some of the like newer shows that came out of the two. I don't know. It's, it's the same weirdness I get about needing, you know, wanting to watch the new Rugrats that's coming out. It just feels weird to see them rebooting it in, in this sort of way. All right. I guess I'll move on to my number one. I've just enjoyed like this duo together for quite some time. Um, it definitely like came alive when they kind of like redid it and um, turned into like a Netflix series um but uh yeah it's uh elementary my dear watson it'd be sherlock holmes and watson um i really liked when they got benedict cumberbatch as like sherlock holmes he did such an amazing job as that character and um i don't know i just uh i like their duo together um and uh, because it's like one's like really super hyper intelligent and the other one is pretty ground and to earth and um and is also smart as well, but it's just like, it's a nice like balance for the two of them. Um, and so, um, yeah, that is just my number one, Mr. Holmes, and Mr. Watson. Mr. Hardy, did you yes. like the movies with, um, uh, why can't I think of his name? I only know him as Iron Man right now. Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. There we go. The yeah, I did watch that one and, uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty all right. You know, he had two of them, right? Yes. Uh, I don't think I saw the second one. Well, I've seen the first one. Get to it, buddy. Cause, uh... Oh, okay. Add it to the movie night, then. <laughs> um, did you watch the uh, the Sherlock Holmes with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley? No, I chose not to watch that one. <laughs> they were did doing you... selfies with the queen. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. Okay. <laughs> uh I'm trying to think of other versions. Did you watch Enola Holmes? No. Did you watch that TV show, The Irregulars, that had to do with the 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 like homeless network that they work with? Nope. Did you? I'm I'm out of ideas. This okay, great. <laughs> there's a lot more, I'm sure, but yeah. Did you watch the TV show Elementary? Nope. <laughs> did you play That's the board fair. game Scotland Yard? Yes. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah, you have it. I don't have Scott Lanier. Oh, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Where did I play it? <laughs> oh, anyways. 
So um, those are our top fives, duos. Uh, we'd like to hear your top five duos. Or maybe if you want to agree with one of us, both of us, three of us, maybe not Taylor's top is number five. <laughs> um, but hit us up with your top five list. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yes, we would. That's going to bring us to our final section of the show. Taylor, how big is it? Not th- right. How- not that big, huh? Okay. Anyways, <laughs> okay. so uh, yeah. Uh, earlier you heard me talk about Knockout City. We are super obsessed with that game right now. Matter of fact, probably right after this recording, we're all going to jump on with each other and wait for Brother Gabe. Brother Gabe. Brother Gabe. To- to finally jump on um we'll see what happens but uh just for our listeners out there taylor i want to know how big that download file was are you ready for this yes i suppose (laughs) was it 10 gigabytes 17 gigabytes 15 gigabytes or 20 gigabytes um, I think it was uh, 10 gigabytes. And you would be wrong again, sir. <laughs> was it 17? It was 15. The original, uh, when you first download, is 15 gigabytes. And gotcha. just for anybody who needs to know, I pulled that off the interweb off of, uh, you know, steam.com and stuff like that. So Beautiful. Uh, Cite your sources. I know, right? <laughs> I just want to make sure no one's like, hey, you're a liar. It's 20 gigabytes now. I was like, yeah, it's probably like five gigabytes of updates by the time you freaking downloaded it, loser. <laughs> step up to the step up to the plate against potted meat, dog. <laughs> you don't want no potted meat. Every time I come to your house, all you got is potted meat and some crackers. We're going to learn y'all today. No, but yeah, uh, you guys get a chance. It's on all platforms. It's on Steam. It's on uh, PlayStation, obviously. I believe it's on Xbox. I know it's for free right now on uh, Switch. So if you have a chance, download the game. I can't say enough good things about it. Um, I'm not going to say it's as good as The Last of Us, but for a multiplayer uh, dodgeball game, I really had low expectations, and it's quadrupled my expectations of playing that game. Um. But yeah, check it out. Let us know. Hit us on uh, Facebook or even our, our little group. Uh, let me know how you like it. Like I said, we like it a lot. Maybe you might get some live stream from us from doing that at some point in time. But unfortunately, you guys, it's time to wrap it up. We got to kill it. We got to say goodbye to our fans. Say goodbye to Francois, Francis, Person F. We appreciate all of you. You stuck through us for uh, our 10th episode. I never thought we'd uh, reach it here, but we did. We did it, guys. Ten episodes in. Can you believe that? I'm gonna We're retire so good today. At this. Yeah, I'm about just. Oh. I'm just gonna retire today. This is my last episode. Oh, psych! <laughs> You're gonna hear me again next week. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we appreciate all of you. Oh, real quick, I need to ask: Do you guys have any shoutouts? Any, for anything, anything you want to shout out. If not, I'm just going to get to my shout out real quick. I mean, if we're, we're going to do some quick shout outs, I forget when our next episode will be dropping, but just in case it's not before Father's Day, happy Father's Day to all our 
wonderful fathers out there, including my own. Hopefully you're listening. Happy yes, happy Father's Day to all your fathers. Yes. Um real quick shout out. Today, while recording this, is six nine twenty-one at five o'clock today, PM time, Pacific Standard Time. My brother Alex Lamb had walked across the stage and graduated. Uh, I'm really proud of him. He's super intelligent kid, very patient with uh, his nephews, especially when I just saw him. But I just want I wanted to let everyone know that I'm proud of him and congratulations, kid! You got a lot in front of you, and I'm pretty sure you're gonna knock everything down that stands right in front of you, as long as it's not Samwise Ganchi. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm proud of you, Alex. Uh, congratulations. You're going to do big things. On that note, this is our final, final goodbye. Thank you guys for listening. This is the Tripolar Opinion Podcast. I'm David. That's Albert. Hi. There's Taylor. Bye. And we'll catch you on the next episode. You mean on the flippity flip? On the flippity flip. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Good night. So long.